Well, that's a good start to a podcast. Hello, everybody, and we hope you had a really good Christmas season. And we are back. It's Debbie and Rafaela tonight. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Rafael. Uh, Debbie won't be talking very much because she, um, let's just say she had a lumberjack accident. So she's kind of bruised, so she can't laugh. So sorry, Debbie, if that happens already. And she can't talk very much. So I'll be doing most of the talking, which, let's face it, I do all the time anyway. <laughs> so it doesn't really make much difference. Anyway, we wanted to touch base. Uh, we haven't done a podcast in about a month. And that is because of the Christmas season and also because we've been working on other stuff which um, uh, we're not going to talk about tonight. Um, but there are some things that we wanted to uh, keep you updated with. And so uh, let's start. Um, a while back, I want to say in October, Debbie, uh, one of our neighbors on our street uh, texted me and said his system had failed the test. And um, I know when Erin and I talked to the guy from the Department of Drinking Water up in Sacramento, he said, well, we don't trust um, the home kit. So, but this wasn't a home kit. This was done by the lab in Porterville. Um, because he took the water himself, he then went ahead and got a water expert to take another sample and it still didn't pass. So the first one was in October and then fast forward. So he knows he has contaminated water from October and um, he did say he's going to give me the results. So I guess we'll look at that all the way to December. So this other test was taken on December 15th and it failed because it says um, the sample listed below failed drinking water standards for total and or fecal coliform and or E. coli as, as listed. Total coliform failure. So coliform, as we know, is uh, fecal matter. So let's put it in plain English, shit. That is literally shit in our drinking water. Now, I know we looked it up and uh, we don't know whether it cannot distinguish whether it's human shit or animal shit, but um, I'll leave it to you guys, listeners. I don't know which one you would rather drink. I'd rather drink neither. Um, and on that uh, note, obviously, um, the law is providing us with a uh, minimum ridiculous amount of water, drinking water, twice a week. Am I right? Is this twi yes, twice, twice a week? Yes, twice a week still. But um, I have received several messages that apparently they're not ever there. Um, at least the last two or three times they were supposed to be delivering water, there was no one there. And when they called the last time was on Saturday, the ladies, they, they called the whatever, the Laura number, and of course it's outside office hours, and she said, well, that doesn't seem to be an emergency, so call them back on Monday. Which I thought was quite ridiculous, considering that when you... You couldn't get the water. You can't get the water, you, you don't have water to drink, and then the Laurel keeps stating that our water is safe, but obviously, if it's got shit in it, I think we can safely say it doesn't. And, and it's funny because... I was reading uh, on the website because, you know, we are learning as we go along. Um, and it basically said that um, the most likely cause of coliform is um, a fault in the well. Yes. Right? Yes. And it I does say that, you, that yes. you can fix the coliform if you want to attempt to drink the water by boiling it, except we have the other issue. 
the nitrate the nitrates, issue. Which you cannot boil. So we cannot boil. So we literally up shit creek, like, literally, <laughs> in every sense of the word. So this is ridiculous in itself. It did get retested eventually and it passed. However, we've had more issues with water in other neighborhoods on, I think it's road 320. Uh, we know Family Healthcare Network is building the clinic. And when they first moved the water line, which I'm pretty sure still has not been um, looked at by the inspector at the county. Um, but anyway, when they did that, they broke the water line and they were without water. And then, uh, so they someone knocked on the door and said, hey, uh, you don't have any water because the water line got broken. And so they never got it in writing and they called and asked if the water could be tested and they said, no, it would have been tested, otherwise we would have told you. And then they said, we kept the pressure up. So now I'm going to be really graphic. If a line is completely broken, the, you have to turn the water off. Mm -hmm. So the only way you can put the pressure up, if you get a hell of a lot of people to piss in that line to keep the, the, the pressure up, because I don't know how else you would do it. So they failed to do that. Then they broke the water line again. I was going to say, I thought it was more than once. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Then they twice, broke the water line it? again. Uh, well, let's go three now. Okay. They broke the water line again. And at this point, it did not pass. And so I want to say it was seven, eight days, maybe, that they were without drinking water at all because it wouldn't pass. It wouldn't clear DDW. And I just got a message today and I'm going to bring it up and read it. And sorry, I'm not as prepared as I should have been because I had something else. And this is the email that they got this morning. Good morning. Unfortunately, the contractor building the clinic there needs to relocate a portion of our water line that's on their property. This is after we had already paid them to relocate the water line initially before construction started. This is the water line that was um, moved when we uh, protested we and that was never actually uh, looked at by the, by the county. Um, the county said they never moved the water line. In fact, I have that in writing, but now I have it in writing that they did move the water lines. But the inspector just said, no, it didn't happen. However, they determined that a portion needed to be moved further. They're expecting to do this on Wednesday morning. I will let you know when we get a time frame. I should be getting the nitrate results soon and I will inform you of those as well. So again, and, and so she responded, oh no, meaning no water for a long time. And then I cannot actually see the, the, the entire response. Um, it should be an, outing, an outage lasting an hour or two sampling and then I'm assuming depending on the sampling right okay. so it could be an hour or two it could be another week it could be another two weeks we just don't know so um family healthcare network again I mean I'm sure that the builders don't do it on purpose but the thing is again the Laurel issues the will serve letter saying we have enough water for normal use we are still under stage five so now I know I told you with but high nitrates with high, oh, yes of course we, the we nitrates, yeah. and when the gross alpha and the uranium and all the kind of stuff. Right. So when we talked to the guy at, um, I think he's the deputy head of DDW, but up in Sacramento, not locally, we had a good chat and he told us that um, uh, we will remain under stage five conservation um, until the treatment plant is up and running. So this treatment plant that was up, have you looked at the website lately? Is there yes. any update? No. No, no update. But I, I we are gonna check guys, uh, once we finish um, recording this podcast and we'll take a screenshot because I have no doubt that something will show up right after the Laurel listens to a podcast. 
um anyway so no update on that it was gonna be october november december now we're in january and let's face it today is the 29th of january so we're basically in february um so when i talked to guy at the state i said why is there a delay there is a contract which we've looked at um what is going on and he said well some parts are missing and then we found out what the missing part was in their infinite wisdom um they forgot to put a filter at the intake which means the water that was coming in was unfiltered funnily enough that didn't go down too well and so now we're still not any the wiser we have no idea we don't have a treatment plant i just saw that uh, my husband actually was telling me today that there's been another warming a warning rather mm -hmm. of an atmospheric uh river coming our way this Thursday. week thursday uh-huh yes and so our wells are still in the river pretty much very close so let's just hope we don't flood again or we'll have no water and we'll start all over again um we also have asked how much water are they planning on getting from Pleasant Valley Canal when this freaking treatment plant comes online, which honestly at this point, I, I don't yeah, know. I, 2009, yeah, I 2019, 2021, yeah. 2023, we're in 2024, and let's just go on and on and on. I know a bunch of people have posted their bills, you know, $15 worth of water, $187 bill, and people think that that's actually okay. Um, I know the guy from the state said, well, you know, basically you chose to move to the country. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Water is a human right. Um, so there is nothing. So just, just take a screenshot of that. Nothing on the website, no update. It still says the plant is up and running in December, 2023 guys. And we are in almost in February, 2024. And there's no view of a plant coming in any way, shape or form. So, um, that's another thing that is absolutely ridiculous so we've got the water is failing tests at the lab we're still on the stage five conservation the water there is the bottled water that is supposed to be given to us they're there when they feel like it and they don't warn us when they're not there um the treatment plant is nowhere to be seen um family healthcare network is still building their clinic and right by erin's house they're just just building away because they keep giving all these things um i don't know was there um is there anything else there was something else i was talking to carmen about um just about 15 minutes ago and i've forgotten so it just shows i'm getting old i guess um but it it the, the whole thing is just a joke it's just a joke i mean we started this back in march of tw oh, oh yes this is it so when I talked to the guy from DDW, this is not it, but this is another important point. When I talked to the guy from DDW, um, I said, hold on, the 103A paper, whatever, you know, whatever paper they, they need to follow, the law, um, because apparently there is no contract, okay? When I asked the CPUC, I did a public records request, asked for a copy of the contract, and they referred me back to 103A. So 103A is the contract, okay? okay. I'm assuming because we don't have a contract. We don't have we get we'll serve letters but we don't have a contract so anyway when um he was talking he said i said hold on 103a says and i, I don't remember which section anymore i've read the whole bloody thing is 212 pages i think but anyway um i said they have to have a public meeting um before they actually um enforce mandatory conservation measures 
And so he said, oh, they had a public meeting. And I said, no, they have not had a public meeting. And he said, well, yes, they have. Adam Forbes says he was there and there were a lot of people shouting. And I'm like, well, if Adam Forbes was there, he was the only one there. And I don't know where the shouting people were because we would have known. Um, we were not advised of any meeting. No meeting has happened. So anyway, I followed up with him a few times. And then I got an email last week said, um, yes, there was a public meeting and they don't have to have a public meeting every time they increase the mandatory conservation measures. So the first meeting suffices. What first meeting? Right. <laughs> and so I did reply and said, okay, but I am. I, I understand that, of course, if you have mandatory conservation measures, you don't expect them to have a meeting every time they go from right. one once they should be other. That, I mean, that, that would be nonsensical. However, there was no first public meeting. No. And I said, so I'm really confused because there hasn't been a public meeting called by the law since 2019. We are now in 2024. Right. And funnily enough, I have not received a response. So the only thing I can think of, but Adam Forbes was not there, was the public meeting that Carmen and I organized even before we set up this group. And that was organized by me and Carmen Specifically for the Lord of Nothing to do with the mandatory conservation. No. <laughs> we were there and it was me and you and another 150 uh, Delora customers that were really unhappy and uh, our county supervisor Dennis Townsend, the representative for Shannon Grove's office, representative from Vince Fong's office and oh the the fire chief was there, right? Yes. Dennis. The fire chief. Yeah, and Charlie Norman, uh, and, and, and then all, when we let them know the meeting was going to happen, they showed up. That was yeah. not a meeting about mandatory measures. No. Um, that is not even what we, was discussed. We have the video of the meeting, and if they try and say that we organize meetings, and they use those, so we do more of the work for them, that is just not okay. No. That is, that is just no. not okay. So that was another point I wanted to talk about, but honestly, I don't remember what it is. Um, I'm sure I'm annoyed about something else. I mean, I have no doubt. I did see someone the other day messing around with, um, um, it's really funny. So I was driving by and I went by the, um, so the, the guy at the state said, I know we put several pressure uh, gauges around and I'm like, no, you put one. We know where it is. It's not several. It's <laughs> one, okay? And we know where it is. Anyway, so I was driving that way and I saw a Deloro guy. And it's really funny. It's something really secretive because they're like, they're opening the black box. And then they look in. They kind of look around as if, what are you doing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I can't make it up. What are you doing? You're not freaking 007. You just press checking the... And, if the pressure was fine, why are you hiding it? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. What is there to hide? It just, makes just sense. right. It just right. It, it's seriously you just you just cannot fix stupid. So anyway, so the guy at the state said they don't trust our home kids, um, but they surely must trust. Um, yeah, the, this is a, this, a this is it. This is and, from, like, and you have the chain of custody form, which is a legal document. Right. So. Um, he did say he's going to bring back the other ones. And um, so he took several samples. But this was 13 days between when they failed and between when he finally passed. That is a long time. It is. Uh, that's two weeks without water again. And it's knowing that your water has literally yeah. got shit in it. And it's, and it's just simply not okay. So um, I don't know. We just wanted to give you a quick update. We... 
are still around, we're still kicking. I know Dolora doesn't like that, but uh, we are not gonna go anywhere anytime soon. And um, so the fight continues and uh, let's keep an eye and see what happens to our website tomorrow or whenever they listen to this podcast. And yep. thank you so much, Debbie, for coming in. And Happy New Year, you guys. I mean, you know, um, always look at the bright side of light. And so we laugh at all of this, not because any of it is funny, but it's just simply because it's a coping mechanism. We've got to laugh because otherwise we literally lose our shit, probably in the water, if you ask me. But um, anyway, take care for now. Have a good night. And we are back. How was that? We remember the last thing I wanted to talk about. So back in, um, I want to say the 2nd of August, I think it was, we had actually uh, sent a, um, a complaint um, to the... Um, we sent a complaint, uh, the, the formal complaint that we sent, we also gave it to um, Senator Shanna Grove's office and Vince Fong's office, and they um, sent it to the CPUC. And we had an email confirmation on the 2nd of August, 2023, saying your complaint is now filed formally as an official complaint. But we hadn't heard anything back. So our touch base, we heard nothing. And so um, I think it was 135 days later that I said, okay, it's been 135 days, what is going on? So here's the response that uh, Shannon Grove's office received from the CPUC. I'm circling back to your question regarding a complaint against the Laurel Water Company. Thank you for your patience as a water division uh, staff looked into this issue. Again, guys, I think at this point, we're day 135 or 137, I can't remember exactly. It appears that the appeal complaint letter from Springville residents were not, was not filed in the CPUC formal complaint process and therefore has not been processed as such. So, um, yeah, I mean, basically, even though they told Shannon Grove, I mean, this is a state senator that it was officially filed as an official complaint 137 days later, it is not. And I am wondering if they're trying to run out the clock. Mm. I really do. Good point. Um, but uh, because it's on them, it's not on us, you know. Uh, it's like today I went to the pharmacy, right? Because I picked up some medication. And when I got home, I realized they gave me the wrong medication. So I was annoyed. I went back. And, you know, stuff happens. Okay? Mm. It, it happened. And when I went back, the pharmacy said, well, yes, I can see the prescription. I can see we gave you the wrong thing. Um but I can't take this back. And I said, well, what am I going to do with it? It's not the right medication. She goes, well, you should have checked. And I said, hold on, sorry. I should have done your job. Um, <laughs> I'm a bit confused here. I could oh be a complete gosh. freaking idiot. I shouldn't have to check to make sure you're giving me the right medication. Because I could just take that medication and get really sick because she gave me the wrong thing. Um, funnily enough, they took the meds back, right? Um, and they're going to refill the right prescription. But And she said, well, I'm sorry. You know, it was just... Um, what did she say? It was like a, a kind of a temporary pharmacist that was there. It's like, we know you, we know what you really need. But, and I'm like, well, no, you have a prescription right there. Anyway, so wow. this is the thing. Yes, those are the things that you're just like, really? Anyway, so this is the thing. So the CPUC, uh, we filed the formal complaint originally. I don't even remember how long ago. How long ago? I, I, I don't even know. 
Um, and then Senator Grove's office filed it and they told us it was a formal complaint. And then they, this is 2nd of August. And I think she got back to us on the 13th or 15th of December saying, oh, sorry, it wasn't filed as a formal complaint. So we haven't done anything about it. I also had done, and I think we mentioned it in a podcast before, um, I did the public records request again because we got through a public records request we got information that our complaint was closed and that the Laurel was advised not to respond because the CPUC yes. will let their legal department deal with it. And funnily enough, no one's gotten in touch with us with that either. So if they're trying to run out the clock, they've got another thing coming. We've got everything in writing. And um, so I do recommend to all the Laurel customers, every time something happens, please, 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 please file a complaint in writing with the CPUC on their website, it's really easy to do. Just bear in mind that once you file it, take a screenshot of your complaint before you submit and take a screenshot of your case number because that's the only way you have to get back to it. And so if they make it disappear somehow or for some weird reason, because again, the CPUC, it's not the Laurel's private attorney. The CPUC is there to regulate a water company, not to work as their private counsel. So anyway, take a screenshot of your um, confirmation number, take a screenshot of the complaint and feel free to send it over to us. We have a binder as big as last time I counted, it was 593 pages. So I think it's time we take some serious action. And so guys, help us out, file the complaints. Anytime you've got some problems, please complain both with the Laurel and the CPUC and then forward us all your complaints and we will take care of the rest. So anyway, we are back and now we're gone again. Have a good night. So if you um, like what you've listened to so far and you want to know more about us, please make sure you follow us. You can follow all our press releases at uh, on Facebook at uh, Water Warriors Against the Laurel public page. Or you can email us at wearewaterwarriors at gmail.com. Wearewaterwarriors is all one word at gmail.com. And now I'll have Crystal say it with an American accent so you guys actually understand what I just said. <laughs> so on Facebook, we are Water Water Warriors Against Del Oro public page. And if you'd like to email us, it's wearewaterwarriors at gmail.com. <laughs>